This is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. While John was in prison, he heard about the works Jesus was performing and sent a message by way of his disciples to ask Jesus, Are you the one who is to come, or should we look for another? In reply, Jesus said to them, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. Those who are blind recover their sight. Those who cannot walk are able to walk. Those with leprosy are cured. Those who are deaf hear. The dead are raised to life. And the poor, those who have not, have the good news preached to them. Blessed is the one who finds no stumbling block in me. As the messengers set off, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the wasteland to see? A reed swaying in the wind? Tell me, what did you go out to see? Someone luxuriously dressed? No, those who dress luxuriously are to be found in royal palaces. So what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, a prophet. And more than a prophet. It is about John that scripture says, I send my messenger ahead of you to prepare your way before you. The truth is, history has not known a person born of woman who is greater than John the baptizer. Yet the least born into the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. There was a time, many, many years ago, that all I wanted and hoped and prayed for was a pony for Christmas. <laughs> the fact that I lived in a town, had no idea how to take care of a pony, was not reflected in my wishes. Most likely, I got some games, some toys, and some new clothes. Not what I had expected or prayed for, but that's what I got. <coughs> I think John the Baptist went through some of the same kind of thoughts. He expected one kind of a Messiah, but he received another. I can only imagine what it was like to be John and be in prison. A person in prison has a lot of time to think and to question. Sitting there in that dark dungeon, John starts to wonder about Jesus. Jesus seems to be the most unlikely Messiah. The Messiah that John had been looking for, the one that most of the Jews anticipated, was the one who would sweep through the land with a massive force, drive out the Romans, 
and establish an everlasting reign of goodness to the applause of the people. This is not happening with Jesus. The reports that John receives in prison never speak of anything of this sort. Yes, there were some intriguing stories about occurrences in places where Jesus was, but no revolution. The Messiah, the answer to the nation's prayers, John might well think, Jesus, if you are the Messiah, understand that you are not the one we expected or prayed for. Truthfully, if Jesus had been that kind of a Messiah, then doubtless John would be free once more. He'd be freed from his cell by the Messiah himself. And instead, John is sitting in prison for his actions. John's actions really called out in many ways for a revolution. And so he was arrested. Jail was not a nice place to be. And his chances of getting out alive were slim. He had spent his entire life waiting for the Messiah, speaking out against the injustices his people were living through. He wanted his listeners to turn their lives around and prepare for the coming kingdom of God. He really wanted to change their world. John had spoken out against the Roman pu puppet Herod Antipas, who had taken up with his half-niece Herodias. That's a big problem according to Jewish law. And it seems she was already married to his brother, making it worse. John was an old-school kind of preacher, and he thundered that such wrongful living ought not to be tolerated. Powerful people do not like to be challenged by powerful preaching, then or now. When the people started to listen in, the powerful do what they can to silence that voice. Apparently, the people of Judea were listening and probably laughing at the palace soap opera. So John is in jail. The preacher has been silenced. All that John had worked for and prayed for, the revolution from Roman authority, most likely isn't going to happen. Instead, he receives a really confusing message when he sends his followers to ask, are you the one who is to come? or should we expect another? Rather than giving a straight answer, Jesus says, go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Those who have leprosy are cured. The deaf hear. The dead are raised and the good news is preached to the poor. 
This is not what John had hoped for. The words that Jesus spoke are the words of the prophet Isaiah that reminded the oppressed people that they were not alone. Their God was with them. Jesus did not give a yes or no answer to the question if he was the Messiah. He might have said, tell him I am that one, if you must, but tell him also, yes, he should look for another, and another, and another. Tell him to search every face for the face of God and not get stuck on believing it's only me because what is happening here is bigger than any of us. John and each of us needs to know that the Messiah has not come to ride into town on a white stallion ready to lead an army or to ascend to the throne. Go tell John that things may not be working out the way he had imagined, but more and more in surprising places. Marvelous things are happening. What is coming to pass is as big as the kingdom of God. Jesus might have gone on. Do not find the fruits of my work a stumbling block to your faith in God if I am not the Messiah that you are looking for. The healings that I have done are signs of breaking in of a new order, a new kingdom, the reign of God in the world. And everyone has a part to play in the building of that kingdom. Jesus' ministry reached out to those that his society has passed by. They reveal a God with us who is radically inclusive. Who are the excluded groups today here in the United States? Several of the same groups as in the time of Jesus. Certainly women, prostitutes, adulterers, children, the handicapped, but also in our time people of color, the poor, GLTBQ+, rednecks, prisoners and their families, and the extremely obese. Our challenge is that if we want to be loyal to Jesus and his mission, then we must, like Jesus, include the excluded. Today, many celebrate Christmas with holiday zest, but overlook the cry of John to build in the kingdom of God now. Do we place lights on our trees, but neglect to shine light on the poor around us? Do we bake cakes and candies and holiday traditions and forget to feed the hungry? Do we light our Advent candles with prayers and forget to remember in prayer those who are ill, imprisoned, and alone? How often are we like John and forget to see the divine in the faces of those around us? Are we singing hymns and forgetting a world which is deaf, 
from want of good news? Have we been blind to the love in the world and need to receive our sight? So much in our world seems wrong. And yet today, this Sunday, we are called to be joyful. How can I hold that possible for you? You may have planned a life, and like John's dreams, your life is turning out in very unexpected ways. You may have hoped and planned for a Christmas that didn't turn out the way you thought it would. This may be your first time, your first Christmas, without a close friend or a relative. Some may be having trouble finding jobs in this time of heavy inflation. There are many reasons to be unsettled, anxious, and sorrowful. But I need to ask you John's question. Are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect someone else? I wonder if Jesus' response to John was a way of saying, don't get stuck on all this Messiah stuff. You might be like John, pinning your hopes on someone dropping into the scene and magically fixing things and making everything all right. Poof. Well, if that's what you're counting on, stop counting. It doesn't work that way. You are in this too. You have a part to play with God in making the hopes of the kingdom here real. If you've been praying for a Messiah to appear and solve the many problems in our world, have you not realized that each of you and all of us here together are capable of making a change? So, are you the one who is to come? Or should we expect for another? Is it you? Or you? Or you?